0: Bum Another very happy Friday to all of our listeners and taking a quick look at our quote screen this morning, the markets reached fresh contract highs this week on Q4 class three milk and cash settled cheese prices. While not necessarily contract highs, prices have strengthened further into Q1 of 2021 as well, all seeing a really solid uptrend. That being said, nothing new here. Nearby contracts continue to hold on to a really strong premium, and that's because the market suspects that these recent fundamentals involving tight supplies of cheese because of the government-induced demand, we assume that that will subside into the end of the year. We released our forecast late yesterday evening, and Eric Meyer, the president here at High Ground Dairy, stated that attempting to forecast the U.S. cheese market during the pandemic has been the ultimate lesson of futility, and he isn't wrong. Lucas, another month has come and gone, and here we are. We've released yet another comprehensive look at price expectations for the next 18 months. Can you break down what some of those most notable changes were to our figures?
1: Definitely, Alyssa. It's certainly always a fun week for our team when we get to put this together, taking an 18-month look at forecasts and including High Ground's opinion on the key drivers of the market. In cheese, I think the trends have been similar over the past few weeks. You know, we've been harping constantly on this food box program and how it is driving volatility and strong prices in the cheese market. And ultimately, it comes down to timing of if round three actually ends at the end of this month as scheduled, or if there is still money left over and President Trump and the USDA decide to add another round into this program. The answer to that question, that wildcard, will be the key driver here on cheese For those reasons, and because we have seen cheese maintain strength here into October, we bumped up the uh, Q4 cheese price forecasts, but ultimately, and in High Ground's opinion, as we look ahead into 2021, I think we still remain quite bearish. There are a variety of things happening. We'll see more higher block production from the block plant that's opening in Michigan. I think food service will struggle into the winter, especially if COVID cases continue to tick higher and uh, food service outdoor dining becomes difficult in northern cities. So overall kind of moved our 2021 cheese outlook down at least in the first half of the year. On butter, certainly just all around bearish there, strong production, counter seasonal stocks increase in the most recent data. And I don't think that holiday demand and the typical strong buying into Q4 will provide any sort of boost to spot prices here, I think pretty range bound into the next several months until we get into a new season of butter overall. Nonfat dry milk, quite supported recently. We've seen considerable strength, largely driven by Asian demand. Mexico continues to purchase, but below prior year levels, which is opposite the trend that we've seen over the past several years. I think nonfat remains supported, especially if Asian buyers continue to purchase, but I do see a lid on prices. I don't think that will move steadily higher into 2021. Our forecast lays out that top end of the range that we're looking at. And then finally, dry way, although China's buying has been impressive, I think we discussed that on a recent podcast, domestic demand still quite low. I don't think exports and strong volume of product moving offshore is enough to provide much of a lift in this market, fairly range bound near current prices into Q4 and into 2021.
0: And if you are listening, I just wanted to mention, uh, you may not have access to our report. If you're not a customer, just send us an email at info at highgrounddairy.com. We'd be happy to send that over to you so you could dig into those actual figures uh, that we're discussing here. Thankfully, the week of the 15th is typically a light data week for the markets, but the USDA did release the commercial disappearance numbers for August. Let's discuss that a bit, shall we?
1: We certainly shall, Alyssa. I think the commercial disappearance report is interesting because it kind of ties together the full month picture, even if it is a bit delayed. So, of course, talking about August numbers into October isn't necessarily market moving, but still good to look back and see where the trends are. And that helps us with our outlook for the future. Domestic demand into August down all across the board, every single product seeing lower disappearance into August Although exports did drive total disappearance higher on some products into cheese, just a slight tick lower on a total basis down a half a percent versus prior year that follows three consecutive months of growth. Certainly, as we've seen uh, cheese prices increase into September and October, that demand wasn't necessarily there into August. That's when we saw the most recent price low way down at I think it was 158 per pound on blocks, which just seems like a different world two months ago. In Butter, of course, low disappearance driving that bearish sentiment all around, Uh, not much demand for Butter into August, even as we did get a seasonal tick higher versus July as we move into the uh, key holiday purchasing. Nonfat, I think the most impressive of all the markets, while domestic demand, domestic disappearance was still lower versus prior year, it was much improved versus the very meager July volume when buyers totally stepped out of the market to find price direction into the middle of the summer. Exports, of course, quite notable for the four or five months leading into August and driving total non-fat disappearance higher. Looking ahead into future months, if I could provide some opinion, I think we will see cheese disappearance recover into September and October and users fighting for supply. And that, of course, has pushed prices back into the upper ends of our range. Butter probably still stagnant. The lower food service demand really uh, taking a bite out of disappearance there. And then in nonfat, I think we'll see decent exports throughout the end of the year as U.S. remains the most competitive priced region around the globe should keep non-fat disappearance supported throughout the next several months as well.
0: Ooh, thanks, as always, to our favorite dairy market analysts. So much information to absorb. We really appreciate it. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Next week, we have a few things to look forward to. We've got the next Global Dairy Trade Auction that takes place in New Zealand on Tuesday. And on that same day, we have the U.S. Milk Production Report for September, followed by Cold Storage Update next Thursday, also for September. So much to look forward to, right, Lucas?
1: It makes for a fun week.
0: woo